on to the second paper uh, by makaran sathe makaran sathe will speak on comparing two traditions workers theater movement and rashtra seva dal kalapathak to trace the circulation of the form of tamasha in 19th and 20th century makaran sathe thank you sir and hi everybody uh, i would like to start my paper by giving some background on which the two theater currents namely workers is theater and the socialist parties the rashtra seva dal kalapathak flourished and used the form of tamasha prior to 1843 this is the first background maharashtra did not have any theater in the modern sense apart from some plays that were written by bosle maharaj at tanjavur and performed in his darbar these plays though the first ones in marathi did not influence theater in maharashtra as they were performed far away from maharashtra as a result the play sita swayamvar by vishnu das which came in 1843 is generally taken as the first play in maharashtra if not in marathi there were many folk forms before that such as tamasha lalit gondal kirtan pawada dashavatar and many others of which tamasha arguably was the closest to modern theater it is a free flowing form which is very conducive to rebellious and subversive socio political content as modern theater later on realized uh, tamasha always had uh, always and generally had a strong element of the erotic but it also had other elements it reflected social reality as we say in loka jeevan of a common man it had pawada and so veeraras shivalri and so an uh, indirect element of politics there also were spiritual elements like uh, spiritual elements in the part of sawal jawab or halgi tura involving uh, involving shiva and shakti or in the form of what was called as vedic tamasha unfortunately tamashas of a specific type had gained a lot of importance during the peshwa rule late peshwa rule especially in the period of bajira of the second which revolved exclusively around the erotic tamasha in general and followed the debauchery that had become rampant in the community especially among the elites that is brahmins that is why shahir from that period aptly writes rav baji se shahar namuna pune gram vasti aho ratra aho divas hoti ishka chi kusti one of the reasons behind promoting the first marathi play sita swayamvar in 1843 in the form of a mythological yakshagana was to counteract the influence of this kind of tamasha apart from other many other reasons like promoting brahmin ethical norms which were on the decline countering the christian missionaries and giving vent to the anger at having lost political power to to british many kinds of plays followed mythological plays bookish plays farces sangeet natak many others which did not use the form of tamasha on the background it is worth noting that tamasha as a form was used again by almost all theater currents which were politically and socially subversive like workers theater rashtra seva dal kalapathak dalit theater movement street theater and experimental theater even theater currents like satyashodha ki jalse and ambedkar ki jalse were either in the form of farces called prahasana or tamasha called vaga in marathi second background on which the two currents i am addressing today evolved 
was the fact that mainstream middle class upper caste marathi theater was in one of his darker phases which lasted from mid 1920s to 1960s that doesn't mean that all the plays in that period were bad but they were on the decline in general one of the main commercial reasons was that the first talki alamara came in 1931 and the audience turned away from theater to stage cinema but uh, even more importantly so many changes in the socio political reality had taken place in this period both on national and global level that it may be difficult to find another period matching it i need not enlist this uh, ch- changes in detail in this gathering of historians but there would be uh, some in the audience who are like me not historians and so uh, i i would like to mention only a few of the major changes that took place in this period gandhi had returned to india a few years back and taken the reins from taking reins from tiak had started mass movements which changed the texture of politics ambedkar also had returned to india just a few years back and had decided in 1935 that he would convert from hinduism and actually did convert to buddhism in 1956 two organizations which are radically with a radically different ideologies communist party of india and the rashtriya swayamsevaka satyagraha had been started just a few years before world war 2 which claimed the 60 million lives happened between 1939 and 1945 english colonial power passed like british french and spanish weakened after the war the unparalleled violence and destruction that took place in this period made humanity change its ideas about modernity science scientific reason and technology this was reflected in philosophy literature theater and all other fine arts india got its independence and there was immense violence and trauma due to the partition that that we accepted india accepted democratic system of governance with the constitution first two general elections took place and the democracy was firmly established in india the pace of industrialization in india increased the changes uh, the change of uh, change in mode of production and at least in the, some of the cities started taking root india as an identity started emerging although this process was to continue for, for years to come middle classes and upper castes who were under the delusion after getting independence that now all the problems were solved and everything will be hunky dory were to get a rude shock that it was not it was difficult for the mainstream theater to make meaning of all these changes and create theater which will address them it too was to wake up with a rude shock around 1960s and one of the writers responsible for the theater it is worth noting that the two theater addressing today did make sense of the change in the politics in the political reality in the same period they emerged around 1945 attracted huge audiences talked about both na global issues and both used the form of tamasha which was abandoned by the upper caste upper class so called high art since long back they did this obviously to circulate their ideological positions and so the way they used tamasha exhibited interesting differences in the uh, uh, differences in the content form as well as the social class which involved in creating them workers theater movement called their theater new tamashas nave tamashe and the rashtriya sevadal kalapathak call their plays national tamasha rashtriya tamasha i propose to compare these two theater currents by comparing two plays written by two writers belonging to these two uh, traditions anna bose started to the earlier and pl deshpande to to the latter 
the name of the rashtriya tamasha written by pula desh pande was pudhari paije leader required or wanted to which sathe had answered by new tamasha titled godhari mela we got the leader in short the general description of these two theater traditions is as follows the organization's rashtra the organization rashtra seva dal was established in 1936 within congress later in 1947 they quit congress a momentous struggle was put it Uh, in 1946 to open the vitral mandir in pandapur pandapur to convey the ideas of rashtra seva dal during this movement they call their plays rashtriya tamasha national tamasha it is interesting to note that vishnudas bhave called the, his own mythological plays which were staged partly to counter tamasha as a rashtriya karmanu national entertainment the main principles of rashtra seva del were one commitment to science to secularism three nationalism four people's power five socialism i mention this because all the tamashas that the kalapathak performed revolved around at least a few of these principles the list of writers and and artists who were associated with the kalapathak is a long one some of those names were vasant bapat pl deshpande jayavan dalvi venkatesh margulkar vasant sabnis dada kunke raja mangal vedekar atmaram patil shankar patil nilu phule ram nagarkar gadi marukar maltibai vedekar parampe professor yardi smita patil etc workers theater originated in mumbai as mumbai began to develop into a new prosperous industrial center from late 19th century workers workers from the rest of maharashtra began migrating to mumbai in large numbers naturally the city was full of tremendous energy but there were colliding interests in this politics the working class in the modern sense of the term now came into being in the country it was not only the dawn of a new era but also a prelude to modern forms of exploitation and violence the workers used to live in chals small one or two room tenements either with their families or on their own the roots to the cultural milieu of this social group lay deep in the peculiar ethos of the chals and the various traditions of folk forms the chals used to organize melas melas gatherings numerous traditional folk performances such as tamasha kirtan pravachan pavade akyan gondal barud lalit naman and kede used to happen in these chals a powerful and vibrant working class theater was born out of this intense activity and it followed the political line of the major workers unions which were affiliated to the communist party of india the most famous troupe among them was called lal bautak alapathak and it was born in 1944 this troupe staged nave tamashe the leaders of the troops were uh, people like anna bau sathe shahir amar sheik shahir gawankar some of the others included namdev kapade bapu sathe sheik jainu chand kesar sheik chand shahir bau raja patil manu karkhane shankar sathe satpute and pachpute the most significant aspect of this movement was that even though the plays were created by playwrights who were not highly educated and were performed in front of thousands of workers who also were mostly uneducated the themes were not the themes were not dealt with superficially they were ideologically articulated and were well informed in their reference to global politics the congress party which was in power then 
use all kinds of ways to stop this place, starting his own Kalapathak, putting a lot of money in these Kalapathaks, their own, uh, then arresting the artists of the Communist Party Kalapathak and banning Tamashas themselves. There were uh, some commonalities between two, these two currents that I'm talking about, like both altered the import of Tamashas in the sense that they cut out the erotic element, the Shungaric element from it. Both of them address many other issues apart from their central concerns, for example, the issues of Sanyukta Maharashtra. But there were many differences as well. Most of the writers from the workers' theatre were workers themselves, apart from exceptions like Shahir Gawankar, while most of the socialist Khalapathas were middle class writers and uh, upper caste writers already established as main, mainstream uh, writers, apart from exceptions like Nirufule and Dada Konke. The Gana, the deity evoking song at the beginning of the traditional Tamasha was addressed traditionally to Ganpati. While Rashtra Sevadal maintaining this tradition addressed Ganpati in their own uh, Tamashas, the workers' theatre addressed labor power as in their Gana. They staged many Tamashas criticizing each other as well. The most prominent example and most harsh example being Lal Chincha Akramana Safars, farce regarding the attack of, uh, by Red China by Rashtra Sevadal Kalapathak, which attacked the Communist Party's position on China, which was paradoxical for obvious reasons after China attacked India in 1962. Now I come to one specific Tamasha each from these two currents. The first is Pudhari Paije, Pudhari leader wanted by P.L. Deshpande, and the other is Pudhari Mirala, got the leader by Anna Bhusate. The latter was written as a response to the first. Anabhav continued the excellent tradition in erstwhile Marathi theatre of retaliating against or opposing a play, be it another play. Instead of trying to stop, by, stop it by force, stone pelting or mavocracy, we seem to obey the norms of the last few decades. Briefly, the story of Deshpande's Rashtriya Tamasha Pudhari Paije goes like this. The village of Baburgav is not, uh, uh, is not undergoing development. Why not? Because there is no leader for the village. The villagers advertise in newspapers declaring that they are looking for such a leader. Some leaders come to Baburgav after reading the advertisement. To begin with, in the, a Hindu fanatic leader belonging to Hindu Mahasabha arrives. He tells them that if they embrace the religion, all issues will be solved. Then a communist arrives. He asks them to light the fire of a revolution. The villagers simply don't understand even the language, language of these two. The speech of the latter includes words like, words like proletariat, bourgeoisie, class struggle, etc. He all the time talks about and quotes Marx and Stalin, which they do not like either. The Hindu Mahasabha leader speaks in Marathi that is so laden with Sanskrit that they can't understand that either. After them comes a poet. He tells them, death is the meeting of body and soul, worship beauty. Next arises Tharvodai and Desha Sevika, famous couple of P.L. Deshpande. The Sarvodai gives hollow advice like win anger, spread love, occupy jails, universal peace, fasting, naturopathy, spinning cotton, ghee from cow's milk, etc. In the end, the villagers turn to artists from the Tamashas as leaders who have come to the village. Then it is revealed that they are actually the, the, work, the Tamasha players, are, they are actually Rashtra Sevadal workers and do not want to become leaders, but want to remain workers. They tell them that the villagers should organize themselves. No current, the five minutes left. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
that the villagers should, should address themselves with the help and the, uh, 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 should organize themselves with uh, the help of Rashtra Sevadal and the villagers should sort out the problems by ruling themselves by consensus. At the end of the Tamasha, along with the realization that the leaders must be from among the villagers, there is also mention of some technical solutions for the social, uh, for the social reforms and financial development. For example, new fertilizers, new plows, new technology, etc. It seems like a, a Sam Petroda moment of that time. Anna Bhav's idea of politics and the solution to the problems of his village was very different. The story of Nava Tamasha Pudari Mirala, in short, is this. People of a village, Vageri, are not happy of their condition. The leader of that entire area is called Doifode, as you can very easily understand the satire in the name itself, is going to arrive to address a meeting, public meeting. People have gathered. Doifode does not arrive as his car is broken, has broken down. The import being he moves in fancy, moves in fancy cars when they are poor. He also stays in the richest man's house when he eventually arrives. So the local party in charge of the organization gets angry and organizes a meeting next day, but calls three leaders at the same time, one Doi Fode. From his talk, it is clear that, he's, that he belongs to the Congress, to Padwar, who has just left Congress and joined a new party, presumably, presumably the Socialist Party. And the third, the local leader, political worker, Sratu, who is one of them. There is obviously a lot of debate full of satire among the, the three. The first two talk about how they fought the British and got independence and how they plan to start many grand projects to help the poor. Whereas the third, Sratu says that it was the people like him who, who fought the British and the existing leaders only talk about poor while they actually indulge in violence against the poor including firing bullets at them. There is a clear division between the leader of the rich and the leader of the poor. There is an interesting dialogue in the play where the Patil says that the leaders ask the people to become Rama and bring Rama Raja. But there, is, there were no meals in the time of Rama. Now these leaders want the common man to remain poor and become Rama and work in these meals of today via the cloth that they weave will be used by the Ravanas, the rich people like the leader and his followers. He said that this bigotry must stop. The two plays have some interesting similarities. Both of them use the form of Tamasha very well. Both of them talk about a village or a small town. Both are convinced that nothing good has come their way after independence. And they have been cheated by the rulers, that is the National Congress. Both are against the leaders who come from outside, both use simple everyday language and the satire. But there are some interesting differences also. While Deshpande is concerned about the lack of facilities in the town, like good roads, milk, cleanliness, water, school, etc., Annabhau is more concerned about poverty and use of violence against workers when they demand their rights. While Deshpande talks about social work being done, done by Rashtra Sevadal workers to stop corruption and building up of a consensus by the town people, in a sense, does not want politics and difference of opinion, a very middle class approach. What Annabhau talks about clearly is class struggle, a leader who is pro-rich against a leader who is pro-poor. While Deshpande's theater technique is polished, a language more Brahmanic, 
and his humor more for want of better words sophisticated annabau's technique is more drastic more direct and his humor uh, has more punch would i would have liked to quote a few dialogues as illustration but can't do it due to the paucity of time unfortunately both the tradition weakened after 1965 uh, there are many reasons why they did but that would be a story for another paper thank you very much